0: sponsored by Brilliant. We just got hit by a rumor saying there'll be a new iMac at WWDC 2020, Apple's annual worldwide developers conference set to kick off online in just under two weeks. I'm doing a ton of dub dub previews right now. Hit subscribe so you don't miss any of them. Now. While WWDC is always focused on software, there have been some pretty big hardware announcements there as well, including the Mac Pro in 2019 and the iMac Pro in 2017. So given all that, what is this next gen iMac rumor? And more importantly, what does it mean? The first part of this new rumor, which comes by way of Sonny Dixon on Twitter, probably best known for getting all your favorite tech YouTubers early access to dummy iPhones to YouTube about every fall, is that the iMac will be getting a new design language. Kinda. Pretty much everybody knows the original iMac, the one Johnny Ive and Steve Jobs collaborated on back in 1998. It was translucent Bondi blue CRT monitor with matching keyboard and mouse and a wide variety of fruity colors and patterns aside, it stayed that way until 2002 when it became an almost Pixar-like LCD lamp articulated on a computer base. In 2004 though, Apple moved the Mac part of the iMac back behind the screen and it became the thick monitor on a basic stand that's essentially what we still have today. It did transition from a white plastic body to a bead-blasted aluminum in 2007, from standard to widescreen in 2009, and from a fairly uniform thickness to razor-thin edges and a, a bubble back in 2012. And... That's been it. I mean, with the superficial exception of the iMac Pro anodizing itself in a very pro-appropriate space gray in 2017. And this rumor really doesn't suggest that overall computer and a screen is changing very much. Just maybe styling itself slightly up. Specifically, it says the iMac will be getting the iPad Pro design language with Pro Display-like bezels. The current iPad Pro is all glass and squared off aluminum unibody, which is the same as the iMac, just totally flat backed instead of bubble backed. Going back to the retro future, bringing the boxy back would totally be in keeping with Apple's current design trend for everything from the iPad Pro to the Pro Display XDR and rumors of the iPhone 12. But just how thin could Apple keep it while still, you know, fitting decent computer parts inside. Also, why iPad Pro design, but Pro Display bezels? The iPad Pro already has Thanos snapped in half bezels and at a scale ones that aren't too different from the Pro Display XDR. Except of course, the Pro Display XDR's bezels are squared off on the inside as all proper computer bezels should be. But along with how thin, or thick an iMac design like this would have to be. My other question is whether or not it would keep that other bit of iMac chic, the classic chin with the big old Apple logo emblazoned right in front of it. Let me know your preference in the comments below. What Sonny's rumor doesn't do is really address the display at all. Previous rumors from the likes of supply chain exfiltrator extraordinaire, Guo Mingchi, chi though, have said Apple's moving to mini LED in pretty much everything, but the entry level lineup. Including the iMac. If you're not familiar with Mini LED, it's a technology that takes the traditional backlights used for LCD and replaces them with pixel level backlights for better local dimming. Basically, to try to get some of the deeper blacks and higher contrasts of OLED, but without all the drawbacks that come with OLED. Now, the Pro Display XDR isn't mini LED, but it's the closest Apple's come to implementing mini LED-like technology so far. But those rumors still make the kind of sense that does, because even while the basic iMac design hasn't changed much over the last decade, Apple's still been pushing on the screen technology, hard. In 2009, the iMac not only went 16 by nine, but also got IPS, in-plane switching, and LED backlights. In 2014, the 27 inch model went high density, 5K. And in 2015, it got high gamut, P3. But the most recent rumors about mini LED say it's not coming until next year. So would Apple ship an iMac redesign later this month and then update it again with mini LED next year, rather than just wait and do everything together? Also, just how far would Apple lean into the pro display part with the standard iMac? mini LED or no mini LED? Will it go high or extreme dynamic range? Will it go to a two x one aspect ratio? And will it go to 32 inches and 6K resolution? Or would Apple leave mini LED and the other pro display features for an upcoming iMac Pro refresh instead? Again, let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Sunny didn't mention what Intel might be inside though you have to imagine it'll be 10th generation Comet Lake at this point. And I know, I know, a lot of people are just champing at the bit for AMD processors instead, and never say never, but it's still hard to see Apple picking and choosing silicon vendors on a year-by-year, generation-by-generation help product by product basis. Unless and until AMD outperforms Intel in every single category truly important to Apple for a few years and absolutely crushes Intel on their performance efficiency roadmap, I just don't see Apple giving up the pricing, customization and integration benefits a single vendor relationship with Intel affords them. But. Holy, wow, do I hope I'm wrong about that. Especially if it's gonna take more than those few years for Apple to ramp up their own custom ARM processors to iMac power and performance levels. But increasingly, ARM seems like Apple's future, not x86 of any flavor. Now, Sunny's rumor does say Navi for the graphics, which is AMD's current generation graphical architecture. So pretty much what everyone's been expecting since it was announced last year. There is Big Navi, AKA RDNA 2 on the horizon for later this year though, depending on what exactly Apple ships now versus later. Also a T2 chip, which is kind of disappointing to be honest. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot to love about the T2, a lot. It handles acceleration for things like H.265, encode, decode, controllers for storage and other components, real-time encryption for the drive and touch ID. See, the T2 is a variant of the Apple A10 processor found in the 2016 iPhone 7, which was Apple's last big Touch ID flagship. And now you see where I'm going with this. T2 just doesn't support Face ID. And I really, truly want Face ID on the next generation of iMacs which would require and i'm just guessing here a next generation t3 chip based on a variant of the a12 or later with a full on proper multi-core neural engine to handle all the face id neural networks sure the imac doesn't even have touch id yet which apple introduced in 2013 never mind face id which apple introduced in 2017 but the only way i've been able to reconcile the former was by hoping apple was just waiting to jump right into the latter so I'm hoping beyond hope that at least this part of the rumor is wrong or preparing myself to give the wickedest of all side eyes before retargeting my expectational debt on a future ARM-based iMac run entirely by cutting edge A series variants and their neural engines. Because again, I really truly want face ID, multi-user face ID even on the iMac. If you're with me, hit that like button. The last part of Sunny's rumor is that Apple will be ditching the Fusion Drive on the iMac and yeah, Hello, hallelujah, yeah, on that. I loved the idea of the Fusion Drive when it was first announced. The speed of an expensive, if small, SSD meshed with the capacity of a big, cheap HDD. But the implementation just never lived up to the idea. And due to the quirks of the binding and the inherent reliability problems with HDDs, there was just no one who was really better off getting a Fusion Drive compared to getting a pure SSD inside and then hanging additional HDD storage off the back over USB or Thunderbolt. I get that Apple wants to be able to show lower priced iMacs in the lineup. Even the terrible, very bad, not good HDD only entry-level models. I really hope they can do the math and figure out a way to just swallow the cost of going all in on SSD. And if they can't, there's Brilliant's new complete math course lineup to help. It lets you brush up on fundamentals, probability, algebra, calculus, trigonometry, differential equations, and geometry, all the maths. For school, for work, for figuring out how to go all in on SSD for every iMac. Hi, kid. Kinda. Brilliance. Brilliance is in taking complex concepts and breaking them up into bite-sized understandable chunks. You start by having fun with their interactive puzzles, but over time, you'll be amazed at exactly what you can accomplish. To learn more, go to brilliant.org slash Rene and sign up for free. Be one of the first 200 people and you can also level up with 20% off the annual premium subscription. Thanks, Brilliant. And thanks to all of you for your support.